0: On Wisconsin, the Badgers are 2-0. Let's go. It was a dominating performance. We're going to talk about it, 10-point uh, t- win over Stanford. We're going to talk about kind of what we saw, a player that I think really stepped up, why this defense is so versatile, and one of the issues I still have with the offense. We're going to talk about all that and more on today's Locked On Badgers, reacting to the big win over the Stanford Cardinal on the basketball court. That's basketball field, I guess. All that and more on today's Locked On Badgers. Let's go.
1: You are Locked on Badgers, your daily podcast on the Wisconsin Badgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Hey, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to Locked on Badgers. I'm your host, Ryan Herrings. Uh, This is your team every single day. That's what we do here on Locked On. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com, promo code LOCKEDON. And get your first deposit doubled up to one hundred dollars. If you're joining the show, I really appreciate it. Leave some comments. Let me know what you thought of the game. Uh, we're gonna bring Rajiv on. Uh, I think we had a couple other people potentially Scott coming in. Um, I want to start here. I want to start with this segment, and this is live reaction. You know, so Rajiv and I have nothing planned, but I do have a segment I want to start with. It's called Out on the Limb. I want to go out on the limb on a couple things after two games. I know it's too early, but I've got a couple that I want to I want to plant my flag. You guys are you ready for this?
2: I'm ready. Let's hear what let's hear what you got. All
0: right. The first one is this. This defense is better than we thought it would be. And it's going to be the most consistent part of this team.
2: Okay. I mean, I feel like that's a that's a fair point. I mean, I think that uh, I agree there's a lot of versatility and I think there's some speed on defense, which is kind of nice, too. There's Mm -hmm. quickness, there's there's versatility. And I I like it. Tell me why. Why do you uh, what are you seeing out there?
0: Yeah, so the, the really interesting thing with this defense that I, I love is it's uh, you hit the word versatile. I'm going to use the word long, you know. So when you were able to put Wall out there, um, you're able to put uh, Davis out there, Neith out there, yeah, you know, even Chucky Evans. Not long, but he's he's really strong. All these players can switch, so everything on the perimeter gets gummed up. Even against players that are a little bit bigger, you're able to really muck up action, switch everything, and it, it creates a lot of difficulty for teams to get much going to get out of their actions. And then Tyler Wall is a He is a werewolf defensively, you know, him and Hepburn are just, their energy is contagious. He can guard all over the court. They have incredible IQ and awareness and it just gives them all these opportunities when you're able to, you know, gum up the other team's actions because you can switch just about everything. It allows those two to kind of roam a little bit and um, really create some issues. So I just think the, the depth on the wing, the ability to switch one through four with multiple players and the toughness and versatility. And quite frankly, Tyler Walls, like a defensive ace. All that coming together. Uh, I love this defensive unit.
2: Yeah, and I think I like the way that I don't have the stats in front of me yet, but I mean the forcing of the turnovers. I I'm, what do they have like 20 some turnovers tonight? I mean, I uh, had to 16, be yep, 16. Yeah, I mean, really love the forcing turnovers. Taking risks, denying the basketball. I mean, that's it's really good. It's it's kind of it's basketball. It's defense 101, but they're doing it well. They're playing really hard. They're giving a lot of effort, you know, which I mean, I feel like Wisconsin always gives a lot of effort on the defensive end. But this does feel like we're we pro, we're pressuring the ball a little more. We're playing a little mm-hmm. bit higher up. You know, we're not just sitting back in, in too much of a shell. I, th- I feel like I'm seeing a little bit more of that. But, yeah, I was, I was also very pleased defensively.
0: Well, and I think I thought the commentators let Stanford or let Wisconsin um, or didn't give Wisconsin enough credit is what I'm trying to say. They, they continue. And, listen, Stanford missed some open shots. So did Wisconsin. But yeah. Stanford missed a lot of tough shots, too. You know, and, and you know the commenters just kept saying, "Oh, Stanford was right there. They just couldn't put it in. They just couldn't score." Stanford was one of sixteen from three. A big part of that was, to your point, the defensive pressure from Wisconsin. They, yeah, they were all over the court. And it yep. eventually, when you do that, it speeds up clocks. Like for those who have been involved in that, like if you get pressured the entire game, if you get, you know, you're, you're always trying to get that shot. When you get an open one, your clock is sped up. Your rhythm is off. So even the open ones are impacted by the defensive pressure throughout the course of the game, which I thought the Badgers did an exemplary job of um that's my first one my my second one because i'm already seeing the chatter um is cjin should start no i'm going on a limb listen he should not start because agree. He, he is the perfect spark plug off the
2: bench yeah he you know I, I wish i was i was waiting for justin to just be on here and talk about like how much he loves in the minutes and again i don't have the stats up but the minutes he had to have had way over four 12 tonight the over and under is but i, I would say to justin that The over under of 12 is only applicable when Klesman is not in the kind of foul trouble he was in tonight,
0: (laughs) but 23,
2: 23 minutes. Wow. Like, listen, I agree. Spark plug off the bench. If you bring him into the starting lineup, you know, he's going to have a little more pressure on him. I think, I think let him watch the, watch the game from the bench, get it, get a lay of what's going on out there. He can watch what Klesman's doing, watch what Davis is doing and kind of figure out where his rhythm can be. I was really impressed with him tonight. I, I, we we talked about it after the Sandy the the uh, South Dakota game, and he's not afraid to take shots. He's at not all. afraid at all, and and I like that he stepped into the three inside the three point line and hit just a couple mid range jumpers. Didn't make them, but you know he's he's quick. He's smart. He's got good basketball IQ. You can see him moving around. You can see him finding the right holes. Um, you know, it's making some cuts. Yeah, look. I'm a believer. I think he's going to be a stud and you know, really the shot his shot is just so pure. Yeah. And, but I agree with you. I, there's no reason to bring him right now. He look, he's a freshman. Like let's, let him just get into this season, maybe down the line potentially, but right now I agree. Spark plug, someone that can kind of figure out where he fits in, get a lay of the game, come in attack.
0: Yep. And uh, Mark, I see you in the queue. We're going to get you on next. Got some comments, a few comments we got to get to the other thing with, with, um, coming off the bench like i like him playing almost starters minutes but off the bench right so i want him really involved but when you have him in a lineup with Heppner, who's ball dominant and shoots and tyler Walls, who's ball dominant it when he there was a run in the second half when he was coming off the bench with a lot of the second unit when they were almost letting him run some of the offense and get some of those mid-range looks mm-hmm. i love that like i think he really comes in and gives you some of that punch off the bench you know where when did some of the other primary scorers are, are resting, or they're not on the floor, or he's playing with Wall, but Heffern's gone. I, that's where I love him, and I think he can get a lot of minutes and reps that way. But you don't necessarily need him with the starting unit right now. Uh, Mark, let's get you on the show if you're there. Uh, appreciate you dialing in, man. Not your first time. What's going on?
1: I'm doing good. Good win tonight. Even though it wasn't right really pretty in the second half. It wasn't pretty in the second half, but I'll take it.
0: What was your big takeaway?
1: Ah, uh, Jordan Davis had a good game. I thought. Yeah, Rajiv. Yeah,
2: I, I think Jordan Davis did have a good game. I like that. I think his strength is when he's aggressive and he's making cuts. He had a couple of really good cuts today. I still worry about his confidence shooting. You know, he's just not quite there yet. And I think the more he gets layups, the more he gets, he's cutting into the basket. He's, you know, being more aggressive on, on, the, on the boards. He will gain that confidence, but I still am waiting to just see him. Look, I'm glad he scored a lot of points tonight. It's good. He, he was a big contributor, but... I still think he's missing some confidence. And I think the more he continues to play well, the more he continues to get his numbers in different ways, Um, you know, attacking, not just sitting behind the line. I think he'll, I think he'll improve, but yeah, I'm I'm not, not quite sold on what I've
1: seen from him yet.
0: Anything else, Mark, that that you saw that surprised you maybe?
1: Uh, Not really. I mean, not really. So just overall, they could have played better in the second half, but like I said, I'll take the win.
0: Yeah, I thought the second half – and, Mark, thank you so much for dialing in, man. I hope you continue You're to welcome. do so. Um, the Davis take is really good. I had that written down in my notes. I, I have a little note, with, and this is my next kind of out on a limb thing, and I don't mean this to be overly harsh, but it's a Gilmore and a, a Davis and kind of a knee thing. I think they just need to – they need to be very crystal clear on kind of offensively what the role is. Like I don't think – carter gilmore should be driving in and taking a mid-range jumper at this point yeah. you know he had there was one where he he shot off the backboard uh it, it listen bad shots happen i'm not crushing him at all but on that opportunity he was kicked out to him he had an open three like that you know if you gotta just hit that open three for carter gilmore in that situation in my opinion like you're on the floor i know you can shoot because the coaches have said you can uh last year was tough but i think that playing off the move um davis took a tough three you know need i those players have to hit open threes or I kind of think it has to be kind of a junk play, second chance plays, hustle plays.
2: Yeah. You know, I thought the offense was really interesting tonight. And to me, it was kind of a tale of two halves. Um, I really love the movement that we were getting offensively in the first half. Um, you know, look, they're a very long team. They were playing, they were pressuring the ball a lot. And I just, I loved that. One of the things that, that annoys me the most about Wisconsin's offense is late shot clock stagnation give the ball to Chucky at the top. Everyone just get away and just stand there. That drives me crazy. It it's it's every time I watch I'm like somebody move. There's no reason we can't just run another play. Run a set play with 10 seconds left on the clock. But in the second half we were doing more of that. There were time there was a time where Chucky was full on iso. He gets the shot blocked. I'm like, "Listen, we can do better than that." And and mm-hmm. Chucky had a, I thought Chucky played really well tonight. I'm not trying to to bag on him, but I just I don't like that about we do, we've done that a lot in the last few years. I just I don't want to see us stop playing with 10 seconds left and just play and run an iso play. There's no reason to do that. Keep your offense going. Now in the first half, you saw people cutting to the basket. You saw you saw tons of screens, people cutting around the baseline, down screens, back screens. It was just really nice to see because the ball was moving, the people were moving, and we were getting layups. We were getting inside. They, they are a big team. And a lot of credit goes to Tyler Wall for what he did today, but I mean, I just don't want to see that that stagnation second half we saw that and I was and that's kind of when you saw Stanford get back in the game and there's just no need for it. we played really really well in the first half but I I was really not happy with the second half offense because I just felt like we got away from the things we did in the first half we got away from just posting up and then maybe some kicking out from there it just it just didn't look as flowing as the first half did and I was really impressed with what I saw in the first half I don't know if you kind of agree with, the the two halves, but I I just didn't like what I saw the second
0: half. Yeah. I think, I think Stanford made some adjustments in the second half as well. Um, I did think that the first half, the ball moved quicker. Uh, It just moved a little quicker. I thought the tempo was a little quicker. You know, uh, we certainly came up the court a little quicker. There were points in the second half where Stanford extended their pressure, you know, came out in a a one, two, one, one, a full court press, or they extended just their man to man pressure outside the three point line that gummed us up a little bit. I thought they want, I want to get into something with that coming out of the break because There's a point where Hepburn's off the court and Lindsay's running the offense. And Mm. I'm kind of like, I thought this is why we brought Kamari. Kamari
2: McGee. Yeah. I I don't
0: understand what the world is happening right now. I want to talk about that coming up next. Uh, Then Jared, Mason, Zach, uh, Mike, I see all you guys. We're going to get to all your stuff as well, 100%. But I definitely want to talk about some of the peculiarities of this game coming up next on today's Locked on Badgers. But first, today's show is brought to you as always uh, by our good friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog fantasy is the easiest way to spice up your college football season. You can play this while you're watching the games, while you're getting frustrated or happy with whatever Bobby Ingram is calling offensively. You can get into the underdog fantasy app. Mike does this on our discord all the time, parlay two to five players and really have fun with it. You can do that, set it and still watch your games. It's not, doesn't take a ton of time. It's incredibly easy to do legal and uh, legal and available in over 30 States and their user help, the, the customer form and customer support on their site is awesome. If you have any questions they hook you up, get you ready to go. Incredibly easy. Like I said, win cold hard cash after one day. No more waiting for their year to end. Um, and we have a great offer for you. Uh, sign up with the promo code LOCKED ON. That's one word. And Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get $100 for free. Go to UnderdogFantasy.com, find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store, the Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code LOCKED ON. Get in on the College Football Pick'em action today. All right, let's bring Rajiv back on. Uh, Jared, I want to bring you in. You've been in the queue for a minute uh what's going on man thank you for calling in
1: of course how's it going guys it's going
0: good man two and oh
1: you can't beat it man but i feel right think we said it last year but if crowd continues to get in foul trouble it's gonna it it's gonna be tough especially when we get into big 10 we're playing purdue we got big ed down there like if he can if he's off the court it looks like we got gilmore as our backup five so that to me is the big Glaring issue that I saw from this game is the foul trouble that he gets into sometimes.
0: That's a good point. There was a couple opportunities where up to his feet a little bit, I, you know, not as much as he does. He's got to just stay grounded. He can't pick up cheap fouls. It's it's a really good point.
1: Mm-hmm. You saw that last foul. It was there was no need for it. They yeah. give up an and one right there with all the momentum. They were ready to go up on the bus and go back to California, but we let them. They let him kind of stay into it like that. So that was one thing that I really had. Klesmet, I mean, he's going to take a little adjusting too, but him getting in foul trouble allowed season to get in there and show show us what he got.
0: Right, right. Everybody, everybody's on. This is the Asijian, uh Power Hour. I love it. The one thing with Klesmet oh, yeah. that's interesting to me is I, I love. So he got in foul trouble and he's got to clean it up. Um, but I I love the aggressiveness he plays with. Like he's got to clean For it sure. up and he's got to be a little more consistent. I think he just fits. One of the questions uh, people always have with transfers: How are they going to fit into the culture? How are they going to fit into the team? He fits right into like this: this gritty, hardworking, get after it culture. Oh yeah, um, stepping right into that Davison role for sure. Anything else? Uh, any other big surprises? Anything else that caught your eye?
1: We're two and zero. We can't beat it. Keep it going. <laughs> Love
0: it, man. Love it, man. Jared, thank you so much for calling in. I hope you keep doing it.
1: All right, we'll do. Take care, guys. All right, later it
2: is nice to see that we're just, we're two and zero. it's good. And listen, it's early, but there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff, but it's just, we're shooting the ball better. I feel like we did get into a, one of those Wisconsin ugly stretches of bad offense for like eight minutes or something in the second half. And that's going to happen, but we have the guys now that can get out, get us out of that, which, you a know, little better. We, a little better. And, and, and I think that there's really no reason they can't do that. So, I like, I like the, the versatility that we have in general, and I feel like we'll be able to get ourselves out of some jams. So yeah, really nice to see the two and o, though. I mean, look, there's no reason to not be happy about what we're seeing.
0: Can I tell you my other, my last out on the no, limb, please do. <laughs> uh, and again, these are two games in incredibly early samples. style. I already see, I have a couple of people who uh, get frustrated with uh, my impulsive takes. So I can already see those people firing up the Twitter bots, right. And can come after me, but this team is going to have in every game against a decent to high quality team, is, or decent high quality defense that they play, is going to have like a seven or eight minute stretch where they yep. basically don't score. Because I, coming out of the first game, I one of my concerns was I think we're going to struggle getting easy buckets. Like because even Hepburn, man, Hepburn creates a lot of space in the sense of he creates space for a mid range jumper really well. You know he's able to use his body. He gets in front of somebody and puts his hip on him but he's not creating space for really easy layups. You know, Tyler Wall isn't really doing that either. Like a lot of his looks are post-up looks, which aren't as efficient as really clean layups. You know, a lot of our open threes are off kickouts, but threes aren't layups. You know what? My point is, like, I think we still are going to struggle getting those easy easy shots at the rim, uh, which generate free throws, which generate dunks, because I think there's going to be a slump-heavy team at times, offensively.
2: Totally agree with you. I mean, I feel like that's been the Wisconsin mo for years, is to have this stretch of of a lack of offense. But like I said, I, I still think I, I what I like what I've liked so far in sort of combating that a little bit is like today early in the first half, Wall got a lot of post looks, and I I love that. I've always loved that about our offense. Get the ball in the post, even the even the get the guards down there. I just want to see that because look, either you you, you might pick up a foul. You might, you know, some like a cheap foul. You might get an easy kick out. Maybe you get a layup. Maybe you can get to make a move. Maybe you get someone cutting in off the weak side. So I, I think that as long as we can keep doing that, I think we're gonna see some improvement. I do expect there to be an improvement on the number of long stretches where we don't have good offense. So I'm a little I, I disagree with you a little bit there because because of the weapons that we brought in, because I do think mm-hmm. Klesmet has the ability to score when he, when, when he wants, when he, when he, when he can, I think a cJ can do that. I think maybe we haven't really seen McGee, but I'm hoping that McGee can kind of be another one of those guys. Um, and with crow being able to really step out and wall made a three tonight, which was nice. I do think we've added some firepower when it comes to offense. So I'm hoping that we're not going to see, some of those long stretches, but I agree with you. They're still going to be there and we have to fight through them. We have to play strong defensively. We're still going to have to be a team that doesn't turn the ball over a lot because that's, what's going to keep us in a lot of those games when we are not, when we're struggling offensively. Uh, But I do see optimism. I do feel like we can see a little bit of potential for that to change.
0: Well, the defense, carried it today like throughout that entire second half the defense was just all over it the first half the defense was all over it i want to throw this comment in here uh from jared um i don't know if it's the same jared or not but this this was you know got to charge the bench strange that Lindsay played more than kamari and that's kind of what i was in the second half when i saw that stretch so kamari played two minutes and i don't know potentially got banged up but i didn't see it Um, uh, i haven't seen anything on that but Lindsay can't handle that type of pressure i mean you saw the offense basically grind to a halt with chucky eppern off the floor it felt weird that those weren't Kamari minutes. It's just something, something to keep an eye on. I don't know. It, it was weird to me.
2: Yeah, definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, we'll have to, we'll have to find out next week if it's something that maybe he just had a bad week of practice. Maybe he's just not, you know, doing doing his best right now. But yeah, he needs to be the backup, and I hope he is. It
0: could be. Listen, Stanford's big. Kamari's small. <laughs> I mean, that's Captain yeah. Obvious. Uh,
2: they are really uh, big. That's, Good lord! That's high
0: level, high level analyzing right there. Right, Stanford big. Kamari Small. And it could have been as simple as defensively. Gray Guard didn't like that matchup. Um, but offensively, they, you know, Stanford with their, I mean, you can tell they scouted it out. As soon as Lindsay came to the game, they ratcheted up their pressure. And we just weren't able to get anything going. Um, Jared, thank you so much for the comment, man. Let's get Mike Boz comment in here. Pleased about the win. Shooting was down. Not surprised to the to the venue's tough background. Yeah, I think some of the um I, you know, I don't know how much that played into it. Certainly it could have. I think some of it was Stanford is long. They're, they're tough. They, they really guard out on the perimeter. Uh, you know, like it was two good defensive teams with length.
2: But I still think we did okay to combat their length. I mean, we, we played okay. We scored. We, we, I think we did. I mean, 32 points in the first half is always, to me, that's always okay when we're playing given mm-hmm. what we've seen in the past. So, yeah, definitely not the best offensive performance. But I think given the fact that we were playing a team that every seemed like every player was over 6'9", I mean, that's we did okay.
0: They had like nine block. I think nine block shots is what they finished yeah. with. Eight or nine block shots. I mean, that's a tough team. Um, tough team with a lot of returning players, by the way. It's an experienced team. So it's a good, really good win. Wisconsin was, I believe, a three-point favorite. Um, you know, so winning by 10 is obviously a pretty good one. Coming up next, we have several more comments to get to. And I want to touch on a, a couple – Maybe different ways that you could use Tyler Wall or Chucky Hepburn. Uh, just some last kind of thoughts on this game. I want to get into that next, plus some user questions or listener questions. That's coming up on Lockdown Badgers. First, today's show is brought to you by our good friends over at Simply Safe. Uh, Simply Safe is something I use. If you want, if you've thought about securing your home with home security, but even putting it off, you're gonna to want to listen up. Right now, uh, Lockdown Badgers listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off, half off. You're not gonna beat that biggest off of the year. You don't want to miss it. I've told you I love it. I use it. I promise you all I use it. I got it on windows and doors. It helps protect my family. And that's it. Like nothing's more important than that. All right. It protects the people that matter when I have to go on a business trip or work trip. It gives peace of mind to me and to my wife. We have it on doors, windows. It's incredibly easy to install. It's not expensive. And as soon as someone opens a door or a window, even if it's my kid going out into the front yard, now we, we hear them go out because we hear the chime in the house. We set the alarm. 24/7 alarm monitoring with professionals. It's a great, great system, and it's something that I use all the time. Don't miss your chance to save on the or save big on the only security system I recommend. Get fifty percent off any Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/slash Lockdown Or I'm sorry, simplysafe.com/slash College. It's the biggest discount of the year, so don't wait. Simplysafe.com/slash Lockdown College. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I want to thank everybody again for tuning in. Everybody that's listening live, I'm excited. I love basketball. I love Badgers basketball. We're two and zero. I'm bringing Rajiv back on, who I know has that same type of mindset. And we had a lot of questions coming into this year, a lot of which still need to be answered, but we're starting to slowly kind of Mm -hmm. get answers. Um, I wanted to kick it to Rajiv because I've been talking a lot here. I wanted to kick it to you. Have any questions that you weren't sure of been, you know, have they started to crystallize in your head? Are you feeling better about any of those?
2: Yeah. So the first thing I kind of mentioned a little bit after the first game was Chucky Hepburn's growth. I really want to see – he has got to take a big step this year. And I think I'm seeing where we're seeing that, you know, he's, he's being aggressive. He's not afraid to to kind of take things over a little bit. He's not afraid to shoot, which we've always seen, but his leadership is there. Um, And I also wanted to see Tyler wall obviously just start to dominate because he's, he has that ability. And I think we've seen that too. Um, We've seen, you know, we, we've seen that he's he's also not afraid. To, he's I love that when he posts up, and I love that he's shooting threes not because he's going to make a lot, but because he's not afraid to yep. take them. The questions that I still have are: Look, I, I'm a bit I'm, I like Kraut. I think he's 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 fantastic, but I want to see him like I think one of the callers said earlier: not stupid fouls. He does that too much, so he needs to clean that up. Jordan Davis is still a question mark for me. I want to see his growth, and I and like I said, he had a great game. I'm not trying to take that away. He absolutely had a good game. He was aggressive. I still want to see his shot get a little better. I want. To, I want to see kind of what can he really be the starting three, or do we need to have Klesman and CG and start down the line, not now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I think that and another thing that I like is the movement on offense. I I think that we've we've seen a little bit of a change. I like that. I like that we're we're switching things up a little bit. But I do not want to see late shot clock stagnation. I hate it. And every yeah. time it happens, I'm going to come on this show and I'm going to talk about it because it really irks me. And I hope that we stop doing it, but we'll we'll see how that goes.
0: And you know, that's something we've done for so long too. Oh going God. back to you know Jordan Taylor did it, and Bronson Koenig did it, you know, and Dimitri Trice did it. You know, yes. you, right? They, they that's what they all did, and it's just been. I think that was a, just a staple of this this program for whatever reason. It's always frustrated me as well. Yeah. Um. I want to get a couple more user com- or listener comments. I should say user comments, listener comments in here. Uh, Let's see, Mason Sansella. And again, if I mispronounce that, I apologize. Getting the win against a much more experienced team, a team with much more size, while not shooting the the, the ball well is nice to see. We also finally saw Jordan Davis have his breakout game. Uh, Mason, really appreciate the comment. Yeah, I think that's an interesting thing that we did occasionally last year, right? Getting wins against good teams without shooting the ball well. Mm -hmm. And we attributed a lot of that to the the Johnny Davis effect, right? He would just take over. Well, this was more of a cumulative, you know, contributions from several different players, but we're going to have to win ugly occasionally. So yeah, Mason, thank you for the comment. I totally agree.
2: Yeah. I mean, defense was, it was obviously played a big part in that. Now, obviously they, they shot, I just pulled up my stats, 6% they shot from three. My yeah. gosh, like that we can't big 10 teams aren't going to do that.
0: <laughs> no, and Stanford's not going to do that. Often right. Like, like that's, I, I mentioned earlier that the commentators weren't necessarily giving Wisconsin as much yeah. credit as I thought they should have for the defense. They played yeah. on those misses, but Stanford also just missed some, some open shots. Like, yeah good teams don't
2: shoot 6%. I'm curious to get your thoughts, Ryan on, um, Graham, Graham put up a comment in here about oh, um, the rotation. Absolutely. I think it's, I think it's a good one. And I, I think it's fun to start kind of talking about this. Now it's been a couple games. Um, you know, I, I think we've talked about how I feel like it's going to be an eight man rotation. It's always, always eight, maybe nine, but who do you think, I mean, so who's getting left out, right? So who's not going to be, as we progress down the next couple games, who do you think is out of this rotation?
0: I love this question. Um, I, I think it's going to be around nine. I, I do think this team's a little deeper. You know, some of the guys that got minutes tonight, Hodges isn't going to get minutes every night. Um, so you can probably leave him off. Isaac Lindsay's probably on the outside looking in, I would say. Mm-hmm. So let's just start. You got the five starters. They're going to keep getting minutes, even if, if things shuffle around a little bit. Asijin is obviously, he was the first one off the bench today. Now, some of that yep. was Pleasant getting foul trouble. But sure. he's getting minutes. Neath is getting missed. The coaches, uh, the coach staff obviously likes him. So you're at seven. And then I think it's pretty clear, at least in the the beginning parts of the season that they believe Gilmore is Mm -hmm. going to be part of that rotation. And is a guy that at least helps move the ball and is an extension of what they want to do in the court. So you're at eight. Um, And then I I still got to believe Kamari McGee has a role Mm -hmm. on this team as a backup point guard. So that's my nine. And I think, Hodges will play situationally. You know, Corral gets hurt, gets in foul trouble. But aside from that, I think there's your nine.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, I would say obviously yeah, CG indefinitely first one off the bench. Um, you know, I I think Gilmore has they like him, but I think he does have some room to grow. I, I like I like Gilmore. I think he's a he's he's got um he's got good attributes that I feel like should be able to grow throughout the year. Neith, yes, I, I still I still think that Neath offensively just to me is such a liability out there that I just, and he, he's a good defensive. He's a good defender. I'm not trying to take that away, but Shut I do up. believe that he's, he to me, he's like going to be the ninth guy in, in my rotation. And I'm not saying he's like that now. I get that. I know that he's in there and he's second or third off the bench. I think as games go forward, you might see him drop down a little bit Uh, because I think McGee, I'm hoping that he is like first or second off the bench. That's where I really feel like McGee and Asijian – one, two kind of coming in. Um, Neath, obviously, and Gilmore is going to have some length. But so that's, I agree that the nine, but I do think that Neath kind of falls down mm. towards the bottom of that. And I may be wrong and I hope I'm wrong because I want him to do well, but I don't, I just don't see, um, I don't see him really getting traction and growing into the team. Like I do the other three.
0: You know, the Neath is interesting. Neath and Gilmore are probably a little bit like this as well there's players that coaches like more than fans like that fans, or maybe a better way to put it is fans don't understand why coaches like them so much. Right. Neath is kind of in that category. Gilmore has kind of been in that category. The Neath thing is weird to me because, you know, there was a play in the first half Connor Seijin Siege, uh, had to just drop the dime to him in the middle of the court, uh, right underneath the hoop. And, you know, he just kind of fumbled it around and took like five seconds and then tried to do a reverse pivot off balance layup. And it's just like offensively, he lacks feel, which I think makes it difficult to your point. Um, I could see him falling down a little bit, but I just think he gives you a little bit more defensively and athletically than yeah. kind of like Gilmore, yeah. um, which I think is his trump card. Gilmore, to me, I if I had to – I slightly disagree with you. If I had to say one of them kind of drops off, I think it's Gilmore, which we saw last year. Like yeah. the thing with Gilmore, who, by the way, reshaped his body. He looks great. Yeah. Like he definitely yeah. – he he looks – he definitely put in work in the offseason, and he's absolutely someone I'm rooting for. Sometimes when people hear guys say or, – or people talking about the game say – I don't think he should play as much. It's not an attack on the dude. I, w- He is, you know, walked onto the program. He is everything I want to cheer for as a fan. Like I hope he absolutely crushes it, but he can't take a 15 footer and bang it off the backboard. Right. Yeah. And then get a couple bad fouls and then turn the ball over. And then like, he's a great connector. Obviously the coaches trust him to be in the right spot, but he's got to hit open threes. You have to hit open threes yep. if you're a role player in college basketball at this level. So we haven't seen him be able to do it yet. And that's that's my holdup with Gilmore is he, I think he probably shoots it well. In, he's probably one of those dudes that shoots it well in practice. Uh, but at some point that's light, that light has to come on in the game or I think we'll see it his does. minutes taper off again like we did last year. It does, um,
2: and, and it does. The other thing I would say about that is we talked about this before the season started was that if a CGN was going to work his way into that rotation, he had to come out swinging early. And make his, make his, uh, make him hurt. And guess what? He did that. I mean, he's, he's clearly established himself in that lineup, uh, which I think is great. It is. It's great to see that. I mean, he's, he's so fearless. So yeah, I think, I think we're in agreement. And I, and I, I think we're also in agreement that McGee, we expect him to play more. I mean, I think tonight was a bit of an anomaly. We'll see how that goes, but. I want him to play more. He's fast. He's quick. He's, he's got, he's got experience, you know, playing playing it on program. So I expect him to really be in there as well. I, I want Hodges. I want his, I want him to be better. I want him to play more because I know that we're going to need that protection from the, in the, in the bigs, because you know there's going to be games where he's going to be forced to play because of oh, yeah. we don't have Voight anymore. So I want him to get – I was actually excited to see him come in there today, and I was like, all right, let's let's see some Hodges, because I want to see him do well, and I want him to develop, and I think that especially with a big like that, he needs playing time to really kind of get the feel of of this game. So I'm hoping that he can work his way in there. I know that most people are kind of cold on him right now or don't expect him to to contribute offensively much, and and I necessarily don't either, but we're going to need him. There's going to be games – like the Purdue game, we're going to need more bigs, so he's going to have to work his way in there.
0: in a nice offensive rebound. Um, yeah, it's going to be those effort things when he comes in for five minutes. If he can get two rebounds, um, a block, and even pick up a good a couple of good fouls, right? The, the type of fouls that. By the way, um, I, I want to wrap up here because it's starting to get a little long. I actually, I thought the second half for the from the ref standpoint, standpoint was a little wonky. I really liked how they were calling the game for the most most part. It was physical, but they were really letting dudes play. It felt a little like a 1990s basketball game. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there was a lot of physicality there. I, I actually really liked it. Um, so, yeah, he's gonna we're gonna need Hodges for sure because there. Yeah. To your point, there's gonna be games where Crowell gets in foul trouble, or he's just gonna be hurt and he's gonna miss a week because it's basketball, it's sports.
2: Yeah, um, no doubt.
0: I have one more thing on a or a and then I want to kick it over to you if you have any last thoughts. And we have one more comment we want to talk about here. The thing I really like about Connor. He took nine shots today. Not a single shot felt like a bad shot. Yep. Every single shot felt like it was in rhythm to a spot where he had a good feel, where he had a good look, where he created space, where he was decisive. Whereas, listen, I'm not hating on, but Jordan Davis took a horrendous three, right? Mm-hmm. Like Chucky Heffern took a couple bad shots. Um, You know, Jacoby Neath, like, you know, Carter Gilmore took a couple shots where you felt like they were out of his comfort zone. Every shot Connor took every single one of them felt like it was purposeful. He knew exactly where he wanted to get. He created space and had a good look. That's I'm telling you right now the players that can create them good looks for themselves and remain comfortable all over the court. Those are the dudes that end up averaging 15 points a game.
2: Yeah. I I like your take a lot, especially about the, the part about how every shot of his looked good. You're right. I mean, he, it's not only did he take good shots, he gets the into the right position so that all of his shots do are high percentage and not necessarily high percentage, but good shots that you're comfortable with him taking. He has such a sweet stroke too. And it's just so pure. It's so just like, it's just so nice to watch. I I always like when we have that guy on the team that can just be the three point specialist and he's going to be that three point specialist for several years. And it's, it's great. Um, my, my kind of final takes on this, I just feel like I see a lot of optimism in what we're doing. I see a lot more weapons, potential weapons. I'm not saying we have a bunch of scorers, but we have people that when we are in a rut, we can turn to different guys to see kind of if they, if they can get a feel, if they can get their shot going. And I think, therefore, I don't see any reason why we can't be as successful as we were last year. Yes, I know we lost Johnny Davis and Brad Davidson, but we have people that can get this job done. And I think defensively we're very strong. We've got, we're just going to be a little bit deeper and yeah, I mean, I'm super excited. I, it's super early. I get it, but to be two and zero, to see the performances being strong, shooting in the first game way better. Yes. Um, and we'll just kind of see how this bench continues to work their way in the rotation. There's nothing but excitement though. Right. I mean, we want to be two and zero. we want, we want to see this by the way. Venue at at you know yeah. Miller Park. I mean that's just that's awesome. I, I think I think it was really cool. I I loved the. I didn't like the way that the jumbotron was shining onto the court. It was so annoying to watch that. But yeah, great. L- love to see it. Love everything about what we saw today. Excited to see this team grow and again see who can step up. Who's gonna really is the CGN gonna keep growing in? Is he gonna be a starter? We'll find out.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Those are really good takes. A uh, couple more quick comments came in. Uh, Kyle Bliss, uh, all your comments didn't come in here, but uh, basically, Crow looked really good. Uh, do you think Connor makes in the starting rotation this year? We kind of talked about Connor and the rotation right away in the first segment. Um, no, I think we both said no, but we said no because we think, and I'm um, kind of Rizzy talking for a year, but I know we talked about it that he can just be an impact player off the bench, he can be mm-hmm. that six man and just come in and, and throw bombs. So that's where we're there. Alien Space, Stanford is one of 16 from
2: three. <laughs> 6%. I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah,
0: that's really bad. Some of that's... Listen, I, I'd say, it's, again, that's not all Wisconsin's defense, yeah. but a lot of it Ed, is Wisconsin's defense, and a lot of that is when your defense is strong, it speeds up your clock, so even open shots start getting a little helter-skelter. But yeah, some of that's just Stanford shot the ball really poorly. No doubt about it. Yeah, And another one from Alien Space, Wall looks better than last year. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I mean, he banged that three. I, I made the comment in the Discord. If he's hitting a, a three or two a game, he's an All-American level player. Yeah. Period. Like I have no doubts about that defensively checks every other box.
2: I mean, he's like a Swiss army knife, right? He's just one of these guys that can do it all. Um, He's taken leadership roles. He's, you know, as far as off the court, on the court, you know, I love when he posts up. I love when he's he's not afraid to shoot. I think he's got, he's just got great um, moves on the baseline. He's not afraid to take big guys on. He knows how to work his body to, to uh, draw fouls. I wish he shot for the free throws better. I feel like today the free throwing free free throw shooting was a little rough, but
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, his, he was fourth was four
2: mate. Nope. oh, 4th. Oh, 4th, yeah. yeah. But yeah, listen, Tyler Wall just I mean, what a he's a beast. And he he if we're going to be successful, if we're going to compete for the Big 10 or even be in the top 4 again, which we will, he has to be good. He and Chucky have to be great. And and a good start.
0: Uh we're going to finish up on this comment from the Candy Man. How did Connor do? Uh, Connor Seagian do? Played in high school with him. Wasn't able to watch tonight. (laughs) Oh man! So if you missed, uh, we've been all we've done. We 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 love Connor, by the way. Especially Justin, who's not on the show today, but he. So he he did okay, uh, but obviously he was decisive. He had eight points, hit a couple threes, uh, really really solid offensive game, and a lot of scrappy plays as well. You know, made a couple really nice defensive plays. So we're very excited for him, man. Uh, if you ever get a second jump on the show at some point, uh, talk about, you know, what it was like playing against him in high school. That'd be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to wrap yeah. up there. Really appreciate everybody uh, tuning in. There's 40 something people watching right now, plus a bunch of people in the comments. Uh, Mark and Jared also jumped in the queue. Rajiv is always great insight. We like having Rajiv on the show as much as possible. I almost brought someone else in this show. And uh, with that on Wisconsin, we're going to keep talking to y'all. Iowa tomorrow. Y'all know we go live after the Iowa game. I mean, it's going to be ugly, probably, right? Take the under is what I would say, but I can't wait to do it. We're going to talk to all y'all tomorrow on Wisconsin. And uh, Rajiv, man, as always, thank you so much.
2: Thank you. Thank you.